everybody. It's Timmy Gibson here with you for the Timmy Gibson Show, and I have a special guest in the studio today. I'm super excited about this conversation. Everybody say hello to Todd. Hello, everybody. <laughs> so, like, tell us a little bit about yourself before we get into all the crazy shit we're going to talk about. Oh, man. I mean, where where do you want to start? <laughs> I mean, well, what do you do for, for a career? I work in healthcare. Okay. Yeah. Single, married? I... Uh, well, I'm divorced and uh, in a relationship. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Well, I'll be drilling, asking a lot of questions about that because I have a lot of uh, folks that are single that listen to the podcast. And so any advice that you can give us to help us out, you know, Oh man. post-divorce, dealing with all that. <laughs> Relationships. So I think the fun stuff about what we're going to talk about, you and I have, you know, cars talked off air and, and there's a lot of commonalities and lot of shared kind of experiences and stories sure, and, sure. and uh you know we're not too far from age on each other i mean i've got about how how young are you again i'm 42 42 okay yeah. so i've got nine years on you all right uh, so um so yeah like uh like let's 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 talk about spiritual stuff first because all you right. and i've had some good conversations um you know, my story, which most everyone knows my story, but, you know, I was raised very religious and of course I'm not religious anymore. Right. So what's, what's kind of been your spiritual journey and where are you at now and how'd well, you get I mean, there? You know, I grew up in the Midwest, um, and, uh, you know, spent a few years, um, going to church and then my parents got divorced when I was a kid. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm not crying. I'm just, <laughs> I just at first I was my, like, "It's okay." <clears throat> I have something in my throat. All right, no, but uh, now, yeah. like when you say raised in church, what, like Catholic or Christian, Pentecostal or Baptist? Uh, we went to a Presbyterian church. Okay. Um, my dad had been. He grew up Episcopalian, and my mom had grown up Baptist. Oh, <clears throat> and one side of the family drank, and the other side didn't. <laughs> the Episcopalians <laughs> are the ones that drank. <laughs> yeah. I know that to be true. <laughs> and uh, I think that was like their their middle ground. They were like, "All right, we're going to go to this one." <laughs> yeah, and that church they just agreed on. And so I went to some Sunday school and learned a couple things, and yeah. learned some other things about some other religions too. Yeah, I had friends, you know, who were from from different backgrounds yeah. and was able to study with them at some points, which was really interesting. Yeah. And, uh, it kind of just led me into, you know, being a service oriented person, yeah. not to sound all square or whatever, yeah. but I'm just saying like, I love being a service. And yeah. so working in healthcare and what I do is, is really nice, but my spirituality is like so much a part of that. Yeah. But I'm also like understanding everybody else's understanding of spirituality, yeah, and and what's important to them, and being able to, you know, be a champion of somehow, sure. or a guide, or a, you know, yeah, an encourager, a, encourager, whatever. So yeah. you that's so uh, being raised Lutheran, and you're you in the Episcopalian and Baptist. The Baptist had you been raised that way, it'd have been a little different story. Because I think the you know the the other groups are a little bit more liberal. Yeah. And I grew up like when I was like between 12 and 18 with, in my grandma's house too. Oh, with my mom and my <laughs> older sister. And, uh, you know, I learned about that for sure. Yeah. You know, her coming from a Baptist background and telling the stories of being born, you know, and, and going through the great depression and yeah. carrying literally like a dinner for like her and like eight and, 
of her brothers and sisters and like spilling it. Such a different time. Yeah. You know, I, I, I we're getting the seriousness out of the way now. Yeah. It's going to get goofy. That's, 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 uh, the stories that I heard from my grandparents I mean, that kind of stuff. It's just crazy. Yeah. You know? So, so would you say once you got into high school, were you kind of allowed to develop your own religion, own spirituality? Like your parents weren't like forcing you. No, not at that point at all. And my grandma, she had left the church for a while. And then the last couple of years of her life, I was growing up and she gave me my first real Bible. That was mine. Yeah. And I think I was like 16 or 17 and she started going back to church. So unity church was like right by me. So I started going there. Okay. Cause I could walk, I could literally walk there yeah. if I had to like, you know, I would I like mean, this it, unity, the one that's here on the no, plaza, the one, the one that was on 103rd and Antioch. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. oh I know that yeah. one. It yeah. Used to, I don't know if it's still there. It is. Okay. Um, I was like, I don't know what's open or closed there anymore. Yeah. Cause it was other things when I was growing up, but yeah, yeah I lived right around there and started going there and then i i you know my my grandma we called graham she i was like why are you going back to church and she was like ah i'm just checking it out and just, i was like just right. make sure <laughs> yeah but i think there's some you know scandal or whatever that was happening back in uh, the day and uh that's what made her leave and you know it's like anything but like as you grow and you're in relationships you learn yeah that that's part of life. Like we're still all human. Nobody's perfect, no, man. No, that, that I've actually seen the research that this, and this shocked me to be honest, but people in the church, people out of the church, the same humans are humans, man. People in the church have addictions. People out of the church have addictions. No people doubt. in the church. Ha- I mean, it, there's no difference. No difference. You know? I, well, the, I think the difference is, and I don't think this is me being just critical of religion necessarily, but I think part of the difference is, the ones in the church, at least, well, not at least, I don't know if this is a good thing, but they deal with the guilt and shame. Whereas people outside the church are like, I mean, this is just, it's no good and bad. It's just, this is what it is. Like, right. you know, right. And so at least they don't carry the guilt and shame, which is, you know, that's my story. My story is a story of, of just lots of guilt and shame. I just could never measure up yeah, and live this perfect life. And which was part of the whole story, right? Well, you can't, of course, that's why Jesus, you know? Oh yeah. And then it's like, it's not you, it's Jesus. And it's like, right. well, wait, now I've lost myself. And it's not, where me. did I go? All of a sudden it's like, I'm bad, but Jesus is good though, yeah. Todd. So since Jesus is good, he makes you okay. I took my shoes off. I swear I'm clean. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Oh my God. So toxic. So yeah. what, what was your, well, let's go back to you graduated high school. What, what happens after that? And when did you get married? Oh, man. Um, yeah, because we're part of what we're talking about tonight's relationship stuff, mm-hmm. right? We're going to get into that now. Oh, yeah. We're going to oh, talk about man. all that. Oh, man. All right. <laughs> well, let me roll up my sleeves. <clears throat> okay. Well, um, I got married when I was 21. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. You were young and dumb and all that good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Sure was. And, and this, and this, this is where your children come from. Yeah. This? Well, my kids were born in California and Arizona. Oh, okay. While we were on the road. Uh, how long did you live in California? Um, lived there twice, like one time for 
like nine months and then the last San Diego. Yeah. And then six years. Just when you were in the Navy. Yeah. So I was in the Navy from 99 to 08 and, um, was stationed there for some training in San Diego, went to Guam for a couple of years, deployed from there after nine 11. Like I saw nine 11 live at night on Guam. We were like almost 12 hour difference or so. Wow. And, uh, I was putting you guys on high alert. Oh yeah. Right away. Right away. Yeah. And then like everyone started packing all their shit and we just got our shit ready and our squadron. And then once the battle group came, we flew on with them and we just, you know, went off the coast of Pakistan and did like the largest offload of us troops and gear and equipment since Vietnam. It was like, an operation wow and it was it was interesting and you know you believed and it was an upsetting time and sure who didn't want to you know i was in a position where i was just finishing my last qualification and i was stationed on guam and it, the the the, it, the final qualification was sitting on the skipper's desk and he signed it like right right when 9-11 happened wow that did you enjoy your time in the navy i always say when you remember all the good things yeah for sure i miss like the camaraderie and the brotherhood and the sisterhood and the community like that's a big deal and i think that's why like you and i met is because there's a connection there sure and you're just like you know why wouldn't you not want to hang out and make yeah. a podcast with this dude? This would be so <laughs> fun. <laughs> oh, I'm glad. I'm so glad that you came on. I mean, yeah. like, you know, we've talked about this for a bit just because, you know, when I first met you and we, well, when I first met, I think we chit chat a little bit. And then the next time we start chit chat more, I'm like, man, I got to have this guy on the podcast. Yeah. That, He'll that have a good time. Fun. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah no, this, I was excited when you did. Thank you. Yeah. This is fun, Timmy. So you get married, you have kids uh it doesn't work out yeah um getting divorced what was that like especially with kids so my kids were adults not that that makes it better it just makes it well a little bit better yeah mine were like one teenager one tween and like you know a kindergartner oh you you did have a younger one yeah two girls and a boy and you know it's just they handle it okay well uh, we all handle it as we can handle it. I yeah. mean, sometimes we have really great days and we're all snapping together and other times everyone's on a different program. <laughs> so is it amicable between you and the ex? It that's is very much lucky. so. Okay, yeah. 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 Mine too. And, and I think as much as it can be, you know, yeah. like it's, it's interesting what it's like because I mean, that is, you know, your partner too. And yeah. it's somebody that, I obviously have loved and still do. And, you know, I think the person I'm seeing now understands that, Sure, but it, you know, it's very amicable and it's very, I think, respectful. Yeah. And, um, but we also know how to push each other's buttons. Yeah. How long were you guys together? <laughs> oh man. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, I'll just basically 20 years. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Married for 19, but we knew each other since we were 13. So it was even wow. more than that. I mean. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You know, people ask me, do you still love your ex? I'm like, well, of course. Yeah. 
I love her deeply. hundred percent. You know, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. it's, it's a, that'll never, I don't, at least I don't think I can't imagine that ever going away, you know, I can't either. And <clears throat> I think it's respected, you know, and people I've dated and been with, you know, I feel the same with them. Like if they have people that they love, you know, that's really important. <clears throat> and I know we're just two dudes talking, but one of the things just came to mind was, you know, um, I was speaking with, you know, someone I'm with. Yeah. Um, which her, that's that, that's how we met. That's how we met. Yeah, I know the same, I know that's your how, girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. You do know my girlfriend and that's part of the, that's the only reason we're here right yep, now. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Thank you, honey. Yeah. <laughs> I know who you are. Uh, I didn't have the kids tonight. I know it could be hanging out with you, but you had that meeting you had to go to. That's right. Work meeting. Uh -huh. It was a work meeting. So we're just here. Yeah. Um, but, you know, one of the things was, you know, I've got kids and she doesn't. Yeah. And so one of the things we're talking about is like we're gaining you, but you're gaining four of us. <laughs> so like we're used to, you know, a mom type role model, like whatever. Yeah. You know bonus mom whatever you want to call it like we know this is our mom but like this is a bonus mom yeah. and so i'm like hey bonus mom which is my my gal yeah hi honey <laughs> um but she <laughs> but she's she's my gal and we talk about it and it's so we, we're like well how do we get ready for this yeah because they love her and and she loves them and it's great yeah I mean, I love it. Yeah. It's amazing. So it's like, but we know like, you know, if we moved in together, like we would have an issue. Instant family. Of instant family syndrome. <laughs> yeah. Instant family syndrome is correct. Uh -huh. Yeah. So um, we, we've taken time and, um, you know, we, we, we talk all the time about this stuff, like what we're doing right now. Yeah. And that's what's fascinating. I, and I didn't, I didn't even think about this question until right this second. But I'll, I'll have to interview your your significant other at some oh point. Because I'm curious, like, who's going to face the biggest change? In my mind, I'm like, it would be her, right? Well, I mean, going from single solo to I mean, all of a sudden family. I mean, I don't know if it's a question of that as much as it is like also like caring about somebody yeah so like my mind automatically goes there because i'm like all the people i love i want to make sure they're okay right you know? and i i i could like make a choice and i tend to choose i'm gonna help you <laughs> <laughs> like i want to make sure you're okay you know yeah but you know as i get older i i'm probably like more grouchy now yeah like i'm just like i mean i'm not you know I mean, being with someone for that long and then sure. having to learn how to date and like, dude, like some people might not get this, but a lot of people will like, we didn't have fucking cell phones. No. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have, you know, fucking it was like Tinder and Bumble. And no, man. Smartphones. <laughs> get out of my face with that. It was like, meet me at this location. And if you're not there by five 30, I'm going to, jennifer's house yeah and 
she's having a party and blah, blah, blah. You know, it was all word yeah. of mouth. And that's basically what we're doing right now. We're it's just- so different. <laughs> so I was with my son the other day and we're driving and my phone not didn't die like battery, but died like something happened to it. Well, I have to be honest. I went into a little bit of a panic because I had meetings and I'm like, I, I don't know where to go. I don't know who I'm meeting with. I don't know anything. Like I have to look at my phone. Right. And Vannon looked at me and he goes, yeah, well, what did you do when you, what'd you do when you were, I was like, you pulled over and used a pay phone and hopefully you had quarters. Exactly. And he said, well, how, how'd you have their number? I said, well, you had their number memorized most likely. Exactly. Or you could look in the white pages. He goes, what's that? It's a phone book. He goes, yeah. did everybody's name in there? Most everyone businesses, especially if you, if you knew a few people, you could find some stuff. Yeah. Like you could figure out what you were doing. Right. And that's, what's so funny with like my kids, man. Cause it's like, same, like I'm talking to them and they're going, <clears throat> what you had to do what and, you know what and you know you had to have a map the size um, of the front seat of your car and you yeah had to open up yeah and yeah. i'm like yeah and we like learned how to use a compass and right. like i knew how to start a fire and like i <laughs> shot a bow and arrow and i learned how to use a pistol and a 22 rifle to kill you know yeah. and hunt if i had to like i learned all that stuff <laughs> swimming you know survival things but they're just like now the kids but are like, teach hot, me Amazon. But it's hot outside. <laughs> I'm sweaty. <laughs> and I'm trying to order this item on Amazon, but I don't have Prime. Can we have Prime? Who's got Prime? Let's all <laughs> let's all group together and purchase. <laughs> all right, everyone give it to Jennifer's <laughs> account. <laughs> everyone Venmo her, $16.50 each. <laughs> Think about the things that we say, Todd. The things that we say today that we, like, Venmo me. Like, what the fuck is that? I know. I but know. I mean, we all know what it means. Right. But yeah, right. like. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you want me to just Venmo you? Because I don't have cash. Like, I feel bad for anybody that tries to rob me and be like, bro, shirt, pants. <laughs> I mean, technically, you could take everything and I'm butt naked. But go ahead, because, I mean, it's like not irreplaceable. Like, you think about it, when you were talking to your friends about a movie. They said, well, who, who who's in that movie? Now, can you imagine if back then you just said, dude, Google it. They've been like. What? I know. Like, just figure it just out. Just Google it, right? Just figure it out. And everything you want to know, it's at the, it's at the, t- it's right here. Well, dude, do you remember going to like Back to the Future or ET? Oh, I remember both of those. Star Wars. I know exactly where I was you know, when I saw them. Like Indiana Jones. Oh my god, yeah. Like all those movies, you know, and you're just like, how did we know to go there and watch it? <laughs> We didn't have Google. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what were we, we supposed know? to do? Well, I know what I did. I remember calling AMC what? calling and listening to the entire recording. This week at AMC in Theater One, we're showing Indiana Jones. Theater two, <clears throat> T. Yeah. And then it gave you the start times and you had to wait until they got to your movie. And when they got to the start times, you're like, okay, guys, you hung up. It starts at 745. Let's get in the car and go exactly that's exactly what it's like and dude we used to also have a phone number that you could call and it would tell you what time it was and the weather the temperature do you remember that i totally remember the that. time is nine it's like, 42 <laughs> it's my, my my alexa if you said it loud enough she'd tell us temperature 57 <laughs> degrees I remember that too. yeah but, but that's what you do and you'd be yeah. like i mean 
I don't know, man. I mean, it was all like chance too, you yeah. know, like some parents could give rides, some couldn't. And if you were connected with certain people, you could, you know, network and figure you it out. You never talk and- to people in between. You could only talk to them when they got home or mm-hmm. when they got to the office. Right. Because my son, again, he was asking me, well, how did you get a, what if my car broke down? I said, well, you have to wait for the police Yeah. or, or the roadside service. Like, yeah, you just got to do, you got to figure it out. So different. That's why your parents always want you to have clean underwear on and a sandwich, you know, on <laughs> the road. That's so true. So true. <clears throat> hey, nowadays, I'm gonna go to my friend's like, house. Take just, this sandwich. Yeah. Nowadays, it's like, can you Venmo me? I I owe I owe uh, George's cousin Teddy fifteen dollars because he took me to Bibby Bob and Chipotle, <laughs> and I don't have any money because I'm sixteen. And I don't have a job, and I tried so hard. Funny is that sounds very specific. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just like you heard that exact oh, I was phrase from to the a kids. friend the other day, and they shared some information <laughs> like that. That's all I know. Oh my god, that's all I heard. You know, time, time. It's it, it's. I love reminiscing about this kind of stuff because yeah, yeah. I even forget because I'm very dependent on my you know social media, my my phone, my. All this stuff. Well, and we're doing it right now. I know. It's like sometimes I'm like, all right, this is my own radio show for for really. My I own know podcast. that's what we're doing. It's crazy. Um, we're part of the problem. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because yeah, I mean, how did you? I mean, people have their own TV channels on YouTube. I do. I mean, I have my own little. Heck thing. yeah, you do. It's crazy. It's just, it's crazy to think how. So this is so integrated into our lives, and you know, thirty years ago. We didn't have any of it. I didn't have any of this stuff. Well, we just called it something different. We called it Stand By Me. Well, you had to be on the radio. You, like had, you had to be on a radio station to be able to have this kind of. Yeah. I mean, the high school I went to, we had like a radio station and I never was part of it. And now, like when I look back at it, I'm like, I, I wish was I like, had done man, that, that would have been awesome. Because you have a cool voice. Yeah, that'd have been good. We did too. I went to Shine Mission West. Where'd you go? I went south. Shot Mission South? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I dated yeah. a girl from South. I dated a girl from South, too. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the girls, for us guys at West. I'm dating a girl at- from South. Oh, no. Really? <laughs> ah, okay. I dated a girl from South. One of the really, matter of fact, you might know her. We'll talk about it after the show. <laughs> There's a girl I dated from South, but really a girl that I, well, I lost my virginity to, actually. Oh, wow. I went to Shot Mission East. Oh, snap. I remember her name. She's still mm. here in town. Mm. Well, hopefully you guys are friends. And yeah. Everything's great. <laughs> We're friends on Facebook. <laughs> we are. We're actually friends on Facebook. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's good to hear. So, okay. Uh, you got married. You got divorced. Uh, post-divorce, what was that like? Because there's something I teach. And, again, I know we've talked about this off mic one of the things that's so important to me is that people process the divorce, meaning it's, it was their fault. hundred percent. Nah, you got to dig deep and find out what was your role in the demise of the relationship. What, what did you learn from it to help you with your next relationship? What was that for you? And I'm not saying you have to tell me specifically, Oh man, you know what you learned about yourself, but it was, it was, a uh, it was awkward. Um, you know, it was sad. It was also like peaceful. I mean, there was definitely anger. There was definitely excitement and, you know, the potential of love and nice things. And 
you know, also thinking about your whole family still just yeah. because you're not living together doesn't mean you're not all a unit and you're yeah. not together. So, um, you know, just paying attention to that and also, you know, going through like a grieving process at the same time. Oh yeah. Which totally fucking sucks. That was my dark days, <clears throat> dude. It got dark, man. I mean, it would get dark. Like, I mean, I had like my best foot forward. Like my intentions were positive, but it was like so sad. Yeah. And, and like that grief was, was really huge. Yeah. When they um, say divorce is worse than death. I now get that. Do you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah. didn't, I didn't understand that before. Yeah. You know, I could quote it, but I didn't really understand what it meant, but whew, like I've never, so there's, there's two things. I, I agree. I yeah. know what you're saying. Yeah. There's, there's two things in life I don't understand, or I say I, ha I don't understand. One, and when I say, and I'll clarify. So there's two things I don't understand. Uh, homosexuality and suicide. And what I mean is, I don't understand it because I'm not gay. So I just, I don't understand what it's like for a man to want another man. I like girls, always have. That's just, I was born that way. Right. But my friend, that my good friend, he's gay. He, he born gay. So you know, he sees a difference. So clearly he understands what it's like to be gay. And so I, I never understood being gay cause I'm not gay. I've, and I never understood suicide until my divorce. Wow. When I went through that divorce, I never like, you know, polished the gun or anything like that. We didn't never got that far, but it, there were moments that were so dark for me that I was so, like you said, so sad mm. that I thought if I did get cancer, that'd be cool. I hear kind you, of man. a feeling like yeah. almost like I'm not going to kill myself, but if something happened, if I, if my car, like if something happened like that, I'd be okay with it. I know what you mean. Like I, I wasn't polishing either, but I was like, you know, having thoughts like that. I felt really low, man. Yeah. Like where I was like, well, if something happens to me, it happens, whatever. Yeah. yeah. But not like how I wanted to go like hurt myself. Exactly. But I was just like, whatever. Yeah. You know, still at the same time, like depressed, yep. you know, and going through that. And now, like, what's interesting to me, man, is like, this is coming full circle. So I, when I got your address, I pulled up tonight and I've never been here. Yeah. Cause our studio is where you told me to come. Yeah. So I'm in yeah, the here studio. on the plaza. Yeah. Yep. I'm on the plaza. So I'm, I'm in the studio right now and, uh, parked and, uh, I, I laughed my ass off because um, I, I used to know a couple of people in this building um, and then the building across from the circle drive. Yeah. Um, I used to date a girl back when I was like 19, oh, really? 20. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. And I spent a lot of time over there. In fact, I, I dated like a few people in that building. Yeah. <laughs> so, don't lie. It's like, lots it's, of memories. No, it's, I mean, thank Thank goodness there's not Google. Yeah. <laughs> oh no shit, man. I mean, that's the other side of it. Like when you do like Google and everything else, like yeah. like do our kids and like the next generations, like we're kind of special because we grew up with like pay phones and like right. no internet and all that. And then we were like the first ones to use it. Right. You know, and then we started figuring out how to do things differently. Right. And, you know, now it's so basic, but I still feel like because we're so close to that history of it yeah like i think i think our kids are pretty great 
Yeah. Don't you? Yeah, I do too. You know, especially yeah. I think now now kids. Yeah, they don't know anything other than technology. Yeah, you know, and then their kids are going to be raised with you know chips in their temple well, of but, their forehead but to be able to like. But our kids like know what we did, so right you know, by telling them what we did, like, man, I've like, I, I went to a dark place, and you know, when 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 your kids start talking to you about like serious adult things they get to that age like for me i was just like you know what like i gotta like dig myself out of this little hole of depression or whatever i was going through definitely grief for sure yeah um grieving it doesn't really matter what you call it but i'm trying to describe it you can call it a lot of different things yeah but you know everyone's got different ideas for like how to deal with it and uh, for me, I think I explored most of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try all of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you know, my, my counselor actually said, and I went, I went to a, a same a therapist too. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So helpful. Yeah. And he same. Even said, I still see really, mine. So do I. Yeah. yeah. I, I've had mine on the podcast here. Oh man. Yeah. It's that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And he, and one of the things that he told me, and I, I love this about him. And this is one of the reasons I think he's such a good counselor is he didn't, he never really told me, he never told me what to do. He, he just was like, you know, follow your heart, like journey to like, like, like he would say, like, if, if you need to cry, then cry. If you need to get mad, get mad. If you need to drink a little bit too much to then do it. Like he said, you know, obviously you want to do things as, as healthy as you possibly can, but he said, there's really no wrong way. It's, right. There's just the way that you're doing it. It's what you figure out along the way too. And, you know, I worked with someone that was a really big mentor and coach to me, you know, for years and, um, she had passed away and she was about 67 or so. Yeah. And, um, you know, she was. So she was always talking about like, do you want to take like the taxi cab or do you want to take the jet plane wherever you want to go? Yeah. What, what, what are your, what's your vision? What are your objectives? Like, what do you want? And, and it was like, you know, I'd go there sometimes like hung over, like when I'd meet her like in a Sunday morning and it took me a while to like be honest with her. And finally I was just like honest with her and I was like, Hey, I have to tell you something. And she's like, what? And I was like, I've pretty much been hung over like a lot of times I come here. (laughs) (laughs) And she was like, yeah, I know. I pretty much figured (laughs) it wasn't really that big of a secret. (laughs) So I drank, I drank a lot when my sister died, when she died. Yeah, man. And yeah. And again, my counselor, he, he, he was like, I mean, that wasn't like that it was wrong. He said it was just part of your journey. Oh, exactly, man. I mean, self-medication, man, like there's things I've done. It's like, you know, we've talked about this. Like, do you regret that this happened or that happened? And it's like, you know what? It's like, I can't, you know, I don't even want to like go there. I just want to like do what I'm doing because like, I really believe, you know, other than like somebody that's like, doing something like completely inappropriate right 
like a serial killer eating somebody's liver right you know or someone just cutting themselves <laughs> yeah or like something. i mean let's we gotta have some, some things like, are clearly yeah we have to have some standard there <laughs> so like just to be clear yeah like if you are under 16 remember that was a disclaimer ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen this is not for your kids <laughs> No, but it's uh it's one of those things that you when you realize you know you just um i don't know there's also a little humble pie yeah i've eaten yeah for sure now so okay so you get divorced you go through the the dark days you get to a place that you feel comfortable in dating because i this is what a question i'm asked a lot actually they said well how soon after divorce can you start dating right? i know man it comes up all the time and so many people have so many opinions like have yeah. you realized that oh it, it, right the standard in your, in your experience yes the standard answer that i tell people so what i tell people is you know you wait as long as you need to 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 really you know process the divorce deal with whatever emotion like you know sure but for me like immediately after i got divorced i was physically available yeah and i think I was it's also emotionally like, not just and i know you agree with this but yeah. just to remind like the audience um it's also people that have been together like not necessarily married so we're talking sure. about all any kind of breakup breakup yeah yeah any breakup at all yeah because we're not like better like divorced people like yeah, it's I'm, not yeah. about that it's, no i'm not we're, yeah. no yeah i know you're not yeah. so but it's one of those things where it's like it's also like like friendships you know like yeah. non-sexual oh, like yeah like non-sexual relationships but you love those people yeah. you know you're attracted to them and yeah. and you're tight but like it's like not in that way right you know and and that has been like an exploration that like i mean my ex and i like we both have friends that you know opposite sex and you know like have all, always tried to do our best to be respectful uh re sorry respectable of yeah. those friendships um but um you know when you're single again whether you're in a breakup of any kind yeah i think we can all relate and you're just like oh my god um i'm just gonna go out and do everything i can <laughs> and then there's other times where you're like I'm going to pretend like I'm going out and doing everything I can, <laughs> but I'm going to make these nachos and sit at home and watch Netflix. Yes. <laughs> yes. I have a subscription. It's my precious, my precious. Oh my God. Is that not the truth, man? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's there were times, times I'm like, yeah. I'm so lame. <laughs> no, man, but no, like, I think it's weird because like you have your kids like seven well that's true a week. you have kids right so yeah. that really well we a... both do well mine are adults so they're doing their well, own thing but still i mean but you had to more like be there present oh yeah yeah, yeah so, so it's, it's like different oh yeah so it's you know working on that is um it's in the sense of you know you used to have those moments when like you just have because you all live together right and, and the kids would be working on something and they just walk down the stairs and maybe you were 
sitting down or maybe you were, you know, working in the yard or you were, yeah. you know, just doing something. Yeah. And you were available like, Hey, I need help with my math or whatever. Yeah. And now it's like, you feel like you have to schedule with them. Yep. So in one sense, like what we were talking about with the technology, I want my kids to know what it was like before all that technology. But at the same time, if we didn't have that te technology right now, I wouldn't be able to communicate as well with my kids as I do. I love FaceTime with my kids. And no, it's the best, it's right? The, it's the fucking coolest thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I love this. Yeah. You know, at the same time. And, and, you know, it's an interesting world we live in. Yeah. You know, so the, the paradox if it's not a paradox, it's not real. Yeah. It used to be my mantra. Like yeah. I pick, I pick a mantra every year, and um, this year is, um, wouldn't it be fun to brainstorm together? Uh, yeah, yeah. And I got that from someone very near and dear to me. That's a cool one. Yeah. I love brainstorming. Yeah. The, so let's let's go, let's go off in left field. There's there's a, a topic that I just as you're talking, I'm like I'd like to talk taught about this uh oh okay so this is literally just this is out there i'm throwing the car in reverse because nearly everybody that i have on my podcast i at some point ask this question so where are you on the topic of aliens and ufos you always like to talk about that I don't do, you? Yeah. yeah and i'm just curious like uh, uh, you think yes no do you think that we're gonna find you know because we're yeah we're in um we're in on mars and i'm like daily checking the nasa live feed of the per perseverance rover like that stuff is so interesting to me that if they end up finding <laughs> like, i love that you always like go into this yeah what is your what is your infatuation with this i need to understand that so i can answer your question yeah so here's that's a good question todd no <laughs> one's ever asked me that my fascination with it i think it stems from being raised to believe a certain thing in the Bible that if, when, and if we find extraterrestrial or life in another planet, it, 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 it will, I, how do I say this? It will validate my new journey spiritually. This I've never, it never, no one's ever asked me this question. This is funny that you're asking me. Well, this, I mean, I've really never even thought about it, but so my fascination is, besides the normal fascination that everybody has about aliens, the possible life on other planets, but it would totally disrupt how I was raised because the Bible does not say anything about life on any other planet. It doesn't say anything about, well, life began on Mars and then right. that planet got destroyed and they moved to the earth, which is totally plausible. That's a theory out there. Now, is it true? I don't know. I know, but dude, do you like need that to happen to really like break apart like oh no i don't need it to break apart but it would almost be and well, this is probably my pride i think you have it almost be like see i told you <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that's the wrong attitude todd yeah. help me <laughs> i'm just saying you know we're just going through a process that's here. right but um no i mean we're all here to help each other like if we didn't have these conversations then what's the freaking point right know? exactly but but like what i'm telling you is 
Oh man. I mean, I'm nobody to speak about it. Like I'll tell you that (laughs) I'm really not. (laughs) You don't have all the answers to the universe. No, I don't. I'm just going to, I was having you on here to fix the whole fucking world, dude. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) I mean, I can fix a person maybe, but (laughs) (laughs) cause they're always trying to fix us. That's right. That's right. No, but it's, uh, it's one of those funny things that like the more like I accept something in someone I like have difficulties with. Yeah. The better my life is. Absolutely. Cause I'm like, damn, I think I'd do that shit too. (laughs) (laughs) So true, man. When I like look in the mirror and I'm like, all right. uh, Question one. Do you feel good about yourself? Question two. Do you not feel good about yourself? (laughs) Scanning for answer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. So you you believe in aliens, not believe in aliens? Yeah, back to the alien thing. (laughs) I mean, I'm trying to maybe tell you maybe I'm an alien. Like... How do you know? Maybe I'm sending code out right now. I think it's Elon Musk who's officially an alien. <laughs> yeah, he kind of looks like an alien. So is so it's funny that you did ask me that though. You know, what's my fascination with it? Because yeah, that's just I'm, I'm going to think about this more for the next few days, probably. But I so really do you like not have a real fascination with it? Is it just not? Something- I just believe in UFOs. Like if. If like you're asking me if I believe in UFOs, I do. Yeah. I sure do. Yeah. And I've watched some shows. Me too. And I've seen so some things. Intriguing. And I'm like, oh man, that's interesting. And you know, when you can't explain something, does it does it make it more fascinating? You know, it's like same in relationships to circle back what we we're talking about. It's like how how do we do something if we feel something and we don't know what to do with it? You know, yeah. and UFOs make me feel that ma- that makes me feel like that too. Yeah, I'm like, how do you know it's not real? <laughs> <laughs> well, that I mean, that's part of the whole spiritual journey. You know, I I and you know your your girlfriend knows this. You know, I was religious, and then in my in my evolution of my theological perspective, she's actually um, my fiance. Oh, really? A fiance? I don't know. Did you guys tell me this? Uh, I think I'm telling you right now. I know a great minister that can marry you all. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We're thinking about eloping. Oh, very cool. Well, if it's not too far, I'd go. Let's do it. I'm licensed in all the states. But But, but okay. Yeah. And I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. But can I tell you this? Especially if you go someplace cool. (laughs) Do we? (laughs) Well, we're definitely going to go someplace cool. Yeah. I'll tell you about it. Okay. Cool. But what I'm what I'm telling you is I think I'm officially announcing to the world right now that I'm engaged. That's awesome, man. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. So really cool. that's the other side of the coin, what we were talking about. And am I like scared as hell? Fuck yeah. Yeah. You know, like in a way, like Have yeah. Have you picked a date yet? Huh? Is it have you picked a date or is it just Yeah, we got some ideas. Okay. Yeah. So when it's when did you got it when you have a date, then it's legit. I know. Well, let me just put it this Too way. legit to quit. Let me just put it this way. It's legit. Okay. Oh, okay. But with that being said, like, also, like, I want to talk about that because, like, it's also kind of scary. 
Yeah. You know, and uh, it's what we talked about before. Like we're gaining one and, you know, she's gaining four people. Yeah. So, you know, you know, what we have been doing is we've been going to um, premarital coaching. We like to call it coaching. Yes. We don't like to call it therapy or yeah. counseling. And we'll tell you why. Yeah. If you look behind door number two, <laughs> and if you don't like door number two, we're going to take you to door number three. Uh-huh. And I'll give you this billy goat, or you could have $2,500 in cash, <laughs> or you could take your chances and flip this coin. I'm flipping the coin. You win $22,000. See? Congratulations. <laughs> and that's what you hope for, yeah. you know? And like, you you know when you're in and out of a couple of relationships and you're our age and we're in our 40s yeah. you're like dude yeah and, and sometimes i feel myself going like too far like the other side because maybe i didn't feel like i represented myself the way i wanted to before yeah and i wonder sometimes like if i'm overcompensating right Be- but then i realize wait a minute the people I'm dating have also been in relationships right? and they're going through their own shit too. Right. <laughs> it's not and just like, you. Yeah. And then you're like, well, can we meet in the middle somewhere? And, uh, you know, maybe grab some nachos <laughs> or something, a snack a something. Can we go on adventure together? Like, you know, like trying to just, uh, know like, Hey, we're all in this together. And, you know, when I was hurting, I was not probably paying a, enough attention to p- people that might have also been hurting. Yeah. But I also had to go through it, and I did. Yeah. And um, you know, the bonds with the my kids and my ex, and you know, my fiance now, like, and my friends, including you, yeah, as my friend, yeah. You know, it's one of those things where you just feel better because you you walked through it and w- my uncle i told you this once yeah went to his funeral in tucson i was living in arizona at the time and i went down to tucson it was really wild man because my aunt my mom was the youngest she had her and a twin they were number five and six and it was like hey um the oldest sister was like the medical power of attorney or whatever you want to call it yeah and i was living in you know the phoenix area and so she called me and she was in georgia and she said hey can you know your uncle's had a stroke my brother your mom's brother yeah we drive down there and check it out and i was like yeah and i did and i met some of my cousins and it was good to see him and i was like how are you guys doing and you know we hung out for a while in the day and all yeah. that but we went and saw my uncle and we realized it was like time yeah and as much as you love somebody like when it's time it's time yeah. and 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 it, that's why that what you were saying about you know it's worse than a, a death yeah when you love somebody and then you go through like a situation that you go through yeah and at the same time you still believe in love yep 
you know it, it it's a paradox and like i said if it's yes. not a paradox it's not real was one of my mantras once yeah but that's a paradox man like yeah. that is crazy yeah and i've had a lot of people think you know ask me that they're like you know what are you anti-marriage now and do you think you'll ever get married again so 100 percent, i'll get married again now i that's cool man yeah no i still love love and i'm yeah, still excited too. and all that yeah, yeah. how I'm, I'm curious for my own sake really how long after the divorce did you start to have your heart really be available <laughs> for something like marriage like for me i'm about a year and a half out from my divorce yeah you know, coming up on two years this yeah. at the end of this year but man to be honest like i i, I could see myself like falling in love type of a thing i, I could totally be like you know swept off my feet so to speak <laughs> but but the thought of getting married right now makes me feel like, you know, I think it's an important question, man. Like, um, you know, I mean, did it take you many relationships and many years to get to this point? Like I could do this again. Well, I mean, I'm a connector and I like partnership, but I also like independence. So it's, you know, one of those things where like you really can have everything and, as, as long as you're communicating with your partner and what, you know, the partnership it is and, yeah. and what it symbolizes, then, you know, just work within those boundaries. Yeah. You know, um, so you were, you were just married once. Yeah. Okay. So what year did you get divorced? Uh, I Ish. guess, I mean, it was just over two years ago okay so the yeah. time for okay okay yeah okay yeah so that's because i'm that's okay that's right we do share that uh, kind yeah. of a similar timeline because i am just now to that point where i said where i think my heart's really available for love and all that stuff and so you're, and you're a little bit ahead of me um i think in actual, i don't think that means anything though because you and i talked about that too yeah i mean i hear, I hear what you're saying yeah and, and i know you know this too but you know, with COVID and everything too, it's like hanging out with somebody. Like you kind of pick your your pocket of people, and like we've all been hunkered down the last year. Yeah. In fact, this week, like yesterday year. or the day before, it was like the year anniversary of lockdown. Jeez. Did you see that meme today uh -uh. on social media? It was Groundhog's Day, and it was Bill Murray and. <laughs> And it was just a picture of him, you know? Yeah. And it said, just, <laughs> just the second year of 15 days of um, <laughs> lockdown so we can so true. stop the curve. You know, Todd, <laughs> I never knew. I never know where these conversations are going to go. So that's fascinating because I remember mm -hmm. thinking, what the hell is going on right but i thought okay 15 days we can all commit to this to fucking flatten the curve right yeah and then that 15 went to longer then it was like, a month and then the longer we're on the fucking year man we're on the second year now Jeez. officially I, as a matter of fact someone told me they go do you think we get locked down if again if we have another outbreak i said i don't think our country could handle i don't think individuals could handle another 2020 man like that I mean, and of course I say that, could we actually, we probably would, but I don't, I just don't think it's, 
It's like, you know, you could push someone, push someone. And it's like, you don't even push them so far. Yeah. You can I push feel them like so far. I think we got to the limit. Well, I mean, look at everything that happened in the last year, man. A pandemic. <laughs> like, I became political. I've never been political. Black Lives Matter, like <laughs> election. Like everyone was like, we used to be friends and share what we made for sandwiches at breakfast. <laughs> And now you're not my friend. Defund the police. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Right. It's like, take away our protection, you moron. (laughs) Yeah, everyone's like, I am no longer friends with such and such. And now there's like people getting suspended and stuff on Facebook. And I'm like, canceled. Yeah. And I'm like, literally being like, would you like to raise money for a a sick child? (laughs) You know, and. Everyone else is like banned because they're saying like crazy. If you stuff. voted for so and so, defriend me. Yeah. That see, I, I actually heard I actually heard a conversation uh by he's a genius. Uh, as I think it's Eric Weinstein or his brother. Anyway, he he or was it I forget who it was, but it was some very it was an intellectual. Not the producers. No, 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 no. That no, are in trouble. These are these are like podcast guys. They're like just super yeah. like Harvard professor guys. Yeah. And one of them said, "Be sure it's not their alter ego." Yeah, <laughs> he he said something about, yeah, he said, "Yeah, defund the police." That's not a conversation that anyone that's intelligent is having. And I was like, "Ooh," he's like, "Yeah, that 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 conversation will die." Now this was in the thick of the, now. Of course, now no, we don't talk about defund the police. That's that's last year. That was. You know, that was like yeah. a, that was like an overcompensation, you know, of, well, of whatever. Yeah. And I mean, at the same time, you know, people were frustrated and they're trying to figure out like what's going on. And yeah, we need reformation. Like we need change. Right. I get that. But that's like a that's like a 25 cent word. Right. <laughs> Can you go into more detail about that definition, please? Which which word? The one that started with an R. Oh, Reformation. Oh, yeah, that one. Oh, nice. Like, in my mind, it's like there needs to be more accountability, more training, all those things, I think, within Are the you upset? Oh, no, I'm not upset. I know, right? There's a Reformation. I know, but, like, what's interesting is, like, I'm making a point here. Yeah. And I'm going, like, I'm interrupting you. <laughs> and you're like, I'm not mad. And I'm like. Are you sure you're not mad? <laughs> and then you're like, no, for real. I'm not mad. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> but like, have you noticed that though? Like for me, like that's a thing. Like my patience, like to go back to like what it's like after being divorced. Yeah. It's like weird, man. It's yeah. like 50 or a hundred first dates. It's like, oh, this is not i have no idea what's going on right now yeah you know and why is that person answering my cell phone when i went up to go pour us a drink yeah uh psycho right yeah. you know like different <laughs> scenarios yeah. and stories and so i'm just <laughs> like <laughs> I'm like what are you doing get the fuck out of my house <laughs> yeah you know but um it's okay to cuss on the show. Right? Oh, absolutely. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, Tim Robbins does it. Yeah. I'm not. Does he have a podcast? 
Oh yeah, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I I have to admit, I'm I'm one of those people, like um, millions of other people. I really like. I one of the podcasts I listen to is Joe Rogan. Um. Oh yeah. But Lex, Lex, somebody. You're, I, like I hear you're podcast. catching up to his. Um... I am. I think Joe's going to call me soon. Mm-hmm. Have me on his show. I have his microphone. But you want to do your own thing. Yes, I do. And that's what you're doing. That's what I'm doing. So this actually, I started my podcast during lockdown. When lockdown happened, I was like, well, what the fuck am I going to do? I can't do all the weddings that I'm doing. I think it's important, man. Like there's a reason for it and there's a reason we need it. And, you know, there were times when I was growing up where like, because I had like a show or some connection to the outside world and like getting any news or information like i felt very grateful yeah you know i mean it's kind of funny when you look back at it but any kid growing up right now even if all they're doing is social media and they get a message from someone that they know cares about them or loves them or yeah you know they get it in some way i mean it's not so much how you do it sometimes it's what's the objective yeah you know, and, and I think that's been my, my challenge because I was in such a, uh, very intimate relationship and then trying to, um, you know, find that type of style of intimacy, like still being open to it, you know, um, that's where that darkness came in. Yeah. So I have an, I have a question that, that you can not answer if you want to, who <laughs> that um after the divorce how many relationships now i know you've dated a lot i'm sure that that of course but how many fairly serious relationships did you have between now and meeting your your current fiance was there just a bunch of dating timmy that's all it was or did you have a couple serious relationships yeah that's a fair question um and then i know i don't have to answer it yeah so I'm not going to. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah, I had a, I had a few, and uh, they they were special. And you know, I mean, to the point of like moving in together or not? No, that no, okay. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't move in with anybody. Okay. Like, but exclusive. I, we were. You were. Exclusive. Yeah, I yeah. was exclusive with a few cool. people. Okay, yeah, I sure was, and um, and it was great. And you know, I thought the processes we both were working through were good and like you know there are times where i really tested my own like constitution and you know i've been bummed out when i'm like oh man i was tired and i did that and i did this as opposed to like everything is awesome So none of these, uh, the few relationships that you have, you know, previous to the engagement, yep. none of them really got to that point where you, you even really considered like, I think I wouldn't like, I really, really like this person or was it just, I'm dating them, but I'm a little uncertain and it and then it just didn't happen. I thought like, like in other words, what's different between now? I mean, obviously you're engaged. Yeah. This is the first girl that you've. You know, yeah. It's not like you keep getting engaged. No. So, like, what was different? Like, why all of a sudden? What did those last three relationships not have that you see now 
that you're like, well, no, this, this, I mean, is just I different. Think, I think part of it is like the strength of the partner, you know? Um, and like, I absolutely love the fact that like the people I've been with, you know, exclusively, I mean, it was special and like, I love it and I'm grateful for it. Yeah. And I still care about all those people, like no doubt. But the thing that like makes it, you know, like, why would you propose to someone? Yeah. Yeah. Like to get to that point where you would propose to someone, that's a big deal. I mean, I know she's listening right now, so that means she's super special. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I hear what you're saying. So yeah, that's that's definitely what what I'm what I'm thinking that our listeners would be intrigued to know is yeah. you know you you had other relationships, but but none of those girls got a ring. You know, none of those girls got proposed to. So why why this one? What was different? I mean, there were conversations, you know, that were brought up before, and um, you know. I guess you just don't want to put like a square peg in a round hole, you know, mm-hmm. like you just can't, if it doesn't fit, it doesn't fit, but yeah. it doesn't mean it's not special. Right. So like those experiences, um, I learned a lot. Yeah. Um, how to act towards other people and how to act towards myself, you yeah. know, honor both. And, um, it, it's funny because, Sometimes I've felt like I've gone like a little bit the other way and, and are you overcompensating, you know, from what you felt like you were missing? Yeah. But then you have to ask yourself, like, are all those partners that I'm speaking of that I love and care about, like they're also all going through like their own situations. Yeah. So, you know, to honor both and, you know, try to hold the light for each other and be like, Hey, did you used to date so-and-so? And, you know, it feels good to be like, I certainly did. Yeah. And I'm proud of it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's nice to hear you say that for, for me, same way. I mean, there, I've, I haven't really, I've had a couple relationships. One, one I have with a girl in healthcare, but there was a couple, a few. So yeah, we're so on track, like similar experiences. We're so, the most fun by the way absolutely and and she was fun but i i had a couple relationships that were fairly you know serious um but there just there wasn't that magic element but i look back on those relationships fondly they like especially the one that was right after my divorce i got into a relationship uh with a girl that was um she worked at ku med she was super vivacious very fun she had just gotten out of her own relationship and and so we both kind of decided with each other like hey like this this isn't gonna last forever but this is this is what we each need which is what my counselor said sometimes you just need to be held you know and so i just needed a warm body to snuggle up to and laugh with and you know and it was my first holiday single how did you guys meet oh we met on hinge i met her on hinge and we just, you know how you, you just connected real quickly. The conversation flowed fast. Yeah. And we met like the within a few days. And what did her name start with? The what started letter? with a K. All right, good. It's not my ex. Yeah. Oh. 
she was man I'll, uh, yeah i don't want to give too many details but yeah she was yeah. extremely fun so just so cool laid back and she just was smitten by me but she wasn't smitten by me like hey i want to marry you she was a little, quite a bit <laughs> she's quite a bit younger than me don't ask me her age but she was quite a bit younger than me so she you know she wanted kids and all this stuff and i was like well i'm not going to be able to do that that's not right. you know right but she said but she goes you will be fun obviously right she was of age she just wasn't at the age you were at where oh like, of course she yeah. wanted kids and yeah. you did not she was of drinking age people <laughs> <laughs> she could drink I legally like, i have to like protect my friend right now <laughs> disclaimer yeah yeah she was I she was yeah she was of age yeah. but yeah. um just such a neat girl i mean really i think back about her and i have such fond memories of, of course of man. her yeah and but I, she would have never we would have never would have worked out in a marriage oh my ever. god like i would rather like talk to like everyone that my partner has dated and they're all like yeah she's pretty amazing <laughs> you know yeah. as opposed to screw that man yeah you know like don't you want to be like that like i want to be like remembered like that like yeah. Yeah, he he was a good guy. I do like, too. Todd, you know? I share that with you. Yeah. I want every girl that I've ever dated to say, you know what? Yeah, it didn't work out, but he was fun. He yeah, was a good dude. Yeah, and it happens. Like it's gonna happen. Like yeah. you're gonna go on so many dates, and a lot of them, in my experience, were just like first dates. And I mean, I barely got past three with most. Yeah. Oh, me too. I've gone a little on yeah of first and second dates yeah it's, i think a lot of us have and at the end of the day it's like that's yeah, what it is i learned a lot and i still enjoyed myself and had a good time but like it wasn't like the movies or whatever like no. you just think it's like that all the time it's like no like just every normal. person's life is this i don't care if you're a sports car driver you fly like spaceship, <laughs> like you are a tax attorney, like you're Elon you, Musk. It doesn't matter. No, I mean, if you are like walking over food or taking out trash or like doing whatever it is you're doing, just remember, like, just do it the best you can. 100%. And like, you're going to miss those days one day. You know that you, you mentioned something that makes me think, you about, know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. It's it. Everybody. I did it anyway. Well, I've had yeah. a lot of married friends think you yeah. know, they want to hear my stories, right? Like, right. Oh, you know, Timmy single now to tell me the stories of the swinging from the chandelier and the whips and the chains. <laughs> and the right, funny right. thing is I said, dude, can I just be honest? Can I just be very honest I've here? I've been sitting in my bed eating nachos. <laughs> I said, most nights I'm sitting on my couch watching Netflix or something like eating nachos. Exactly. That's true. Eating nachos and chilling. Right. And, and so, yes, I have some fanciful stories. Yes. I have some experiences that could go in a book and be entertaining, but that's not my normal life. No, you but, know, I think it, most it, people could have stories, but my married friends well, are always like, Tell, what, how'd it go this weekend? You know how the you know they just want to hear some crazy story like I, know. I had seven strippers here and they were all and I'm like no dude I, like no that, I had nachos <laughs> I had nachos 
Actually, and I was, can we, can I we was make, watching can we make WandaVision. I was watching WandaVision. <laughs> you really on were? On Disney, yes. Yeah. I, I, I turned it on this Dude, week. So I'll be good. honest with you, oh, but I was like, oh, I see, see I see what this is. Dude, WandaVision is fucking awesome. I haven't even made it through the first episode. <laughs> Dude, you got watch Hey, it. I'm not opposed to it. Yeah, it's good. So I'm curious. So now we're like, we're all over the place. So I'm a little bit. Well, I was just <laughs> I've wondering. been drinking a little bit of scotch or bourbon or whatever the fuck this is. So, um. I just want to make some nachos. <laughs> what was your favorite lockdown movie activity series or whatever? Of course, you worked, right? You really, I mean. We I've, I've been going to the office every day. Okay, so you didn't. And we don't close. We're open every day of the year. Oh. So so, you, so, so probably your experience. Doesn't mean I'm like at work, work every day. Right. But, um so your daily routine really wasn't didn't alter that much um that's not true um it did drastically oh did it okay <laughs> yeah, yeah and, and i'm curious in, in what way oh man like um acquiring enough ppe like personal protective equipment oh gotcha gotcha 350 employees oh geez Louise, and, yeah you know getting the understanding of what you can and can't do and following federal law and Medicare and CMS guidelines, you know, no pressure. And then <laughs> like, then, no, no pressure. So then, so then, you know, you get like, Oh, we can do rapid tests now. And so like, now, like I know how to give people rapid tests and I have people come in probably like three or four days a week. Okay. They'll come in and be like, hey, can you give me a test? And I'm like, actually, I'm going to teach you how to give the test. Yeah. Because I, I remember hearing about that, that they could actually. Yeah. I was like, information let's out. all, we're all skilled professionals. Let's all learn how to take the test together. Nice. Is it a in the nostril? Was that in the mouth? Oh, it's totally nostril, bro. Ooh, like you're That's the rapid. Tickling the brain. The rapid is the nostril. Oh. And then the secondary that takes longer, that's like a different type of test. It takes 12 to 24 hours. Okay. But the rapid test takes 10 to 15 minutes. Really? That's right, Timmy. That's this weird. could all be yours for 10 or 15 minutes. <laughs> that's really cool. Yeah. I remember I remember they were talking about- You want about a rapid how, test? Yeah, the rapid test. I remember they said that that would really help. Yeah. You could just- you know. Totally, yeah. Yeah. So you are engaged, looking to get married. What are you excited most about? It doesn't have to be about your, your person, but like, what are you excited most about being in a committed partnership like marriage? What, what excites you the most about it? I mean, I'd probably take my grandfather's advice and say sex. Yeah. Sex is awesome. There's a song. Didn't Michael Jordan? It was. It was Jordan. also supposed to make you laugh. It was a joke. Yeah. No, I can't. But it's also true. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. No. We both, we both know that's not the most important. And a good thing. Soup. And I know you. I knew you were joking. Yeah. Clearly, but I'm saying sex is an important piece. I'm saying sex and a good soup. Right. <laughs> I'll settle for chili. <laughs> oh God, I love chili. I was talking to my uncle John today, and he he was talking about, uh, you know. What was it? Cabbage and corned beef. Oh, 
God. He's like, uh, I haven't had that in a long time. He's like, it's really good to hear from you, but I am also a bachelor, and I just went to the grocery store, and I'm going to eat this off the line. <laughs> I will say goodbye to you now and eat my hot corned beef and cabbage. I love that. But thank shit. you it's for like calling. Yeah, I want one of those. Dude, you want to make some nachos? I just... <laughs> For those listening, Todd's giving me shit because I will partake of the medicinal green herb and then I get the munchies and it's always nachos. I love nachos. Nachos are my favorite too. I actually have I've already had nachos today already. Did you really? Because my son came over. We had tacos and I made some nachos. Do you have any leftovers? I don't. I ate all. Oh, man. <laughs> Do you have any materials to make that? I could. I could. <laughs> Are you open to it? <laughs> I'm open to it. I've got a date tonight. Ooh, uh, tell us more about that. Yeah. Is this a first date? Yeah. Uh, yes. It's so, first so date. how's it been for you? Met on Hinge. Yeah. Has it been weird? You know, it has. That. That's. Gosh, you ask good questions. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. When I first got divorced, as you and you and I share this. Yeah, I was so familiar, you know, with my ex. Right. I mean, she's not only she wasn't only you know my wife, right? She's my best friend. I mean, she was my everything. So when I got divorced, it was just weird because anybody I met, they were a stranger, mm. and so it was so weird. I was so familiar, like I could finish her sentences. I could tell yeah. you what she was doing when I was away, and I could look at my clock and go, "Oh, it's this time." She's doing this. Like I just knew her so well. And so when you, when you, you know, break that bond and then you're meeting someone new. Yeah. It's very weird. That's it is very weird. Yeah, I agree. You know, cause I mean, like, this is going to be so crude and maybe I shouldn't even mention it, but you know me, well, I, I mean, shit. You but think... it's like farting in front of someone, you know, like if I had to fart and I'm on a first date, I'm not going to fucking fart. Well, yeah, like people, I'm going to hold that shit in. But when you've been with someone for 25 years and you got to fart, you just let that shit out. I mean, to be fair, <laughs> like even if you're with someone for like five or six months, you can still do that. Yeah. Well, five or six months, but you know, a first date or you first couple weeks or even months, I didn't feel comfortable to fucking rip one out. Well, the, the fun part. So you're like, Hey, I need to go out front. Were you thinking a smoke here, break? Here, no, I need to fucking here's, fart. Here's a fun. Here's a fun part. I love that. You're so right. Here's the fun part about that, bud. Women are like, I can't believe you just did that. <laughs> and then they'll be like this. I can't believe you just did that. <laughs> and then they go, asleep and then they fart in their sleep and you happen to be awake you don't know why like part of you thinks that's weird it's 357 and i just woke up <laughs> and then you hear a fart and you witness it but then you question was there a train going by <laughs> or or Sorry to anybody and everybody, but I just want to apologize. Right I just now. want to apologize right <laughs> right now because I'm going to say it. I'm just going to do it. Um, 
Is the other option a possibility where you go, I wonder if their first fart is what woke me up? <laughs> Probably. Because <laughs> once you wake up and you're like, well, I don't hear any train, it kind of makes you wonder. Yeah. What was it really? Yeah. So, ladies, if you're listening, we're on to you. <laughs> yeah, it, I, it so here's what's And we funny. love you. Here's what's crazy, right? So, I've been single since uh, you know, 2019. I've when been Snickers on, bars were 50 cents. That's right. Back when the gas was a 25 cents a gallon. So, I have not been around one female that I have passed gas in front of infatuated fat what flatulent what does that say in 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 inflatuated i don't even know i'm so i'm out of it okay i've not flatulation yeah flatulation i've not flatulated or farted whatever in front of any woman that i've dated and nor have i had any woman fart in front of me i think that's a lie well that i've known of right like yeah i'm just saying yeah both of you have yeah and you know it yeah but like neither of you recognized, recognized it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the truth we acted like i didn't hear i didn't hear either we're good we didn't do that that didn't happen yeah. Nope. i'm sorry that that's the part that's the part after being in such a long marriage is is it's it, sometimes it's the weird thing about being divorced is you are just like i compare and you know, I reflect back on my marriage, like, oh, well, that didn't happen, or oh, yeah, my did this, or that was, you know, I enjoyed that more, and the da da da, you know, all these different like thoughts. It's like I find myself, yeah, looking back and reflecting on, you know, what I had or didn't have or whatever, and and what what I'm experiencing now and how it is different from what I experienced before. Right. Uh, and it's just, it's very fascinating. It's just fascinating because you get so used to something, whether you like it, don't like it, that's immaterial, but it's like, you look back over here and this was a certain way. And now you're having these experiences and they're another way. And it's like, yeah, I'm not sure if I like that better or less or worse, or, you know, it's just this weird. I think that's fair. And I think our brains, you know, just like our hearts and our bodies and like, all the different parts of us that we could talk about, like yeah. it literally speaks to one to know that like, it's okay for my brain to go like logistical, logistical, logistical. And then it goes like heart, heart, heart. Yeah. And it's like, neither of these go together sometimes. And one is more this at this time. And one is more this at that time. And you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so in other words like to and to respond to what you said my friend um what i'm trying to say is i mean you go for it or you don't yeah and like in my current situation i felt it yeah so i went for it yeah and you know there is like the logistical side of my brain sometimes that is like How's this all gonna work? What are we gonna do? And I like real, yeah. And it's gonna blow up. And then there's the other side of me that is like, 
do you know how many times I could tell you like a cool fucking story yeah, and tell you it. that like something amazing happened and I had no reservations and it was amazing. Yeah. Like I just had a vision. Yeah. You know? And so like when I take those visions and I pull them in and I like look back at everything I'm like have done and then I'm looking at everything I'm like looking forward to. I just have this feeling and I'm just like, you are like the female version of me, but like in your way. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a, it's been a fascinating journey, um, to, to go from a relationship to then no relationship. And then you're, you're, um, you know, testing the waters with other people. How do I fit with this person? No, Man, I and, and I think I that's healthy. Person? And I think a, a lot of literature and, you know, professionals out there are saying the same thing and they're being supportive. And at the end of the day, you're right, man. I mean, Timmy, like it, the more connected we are on one platform, like we were talking about social media, like the more we're also like understanding how much, human contact is important and you know i'm fine like i'd be fine like like i don't need to get married right again right i want to sure like and i want to say like this person is important to me and like i want to do this yeah and i don't i can't tell you because so many times my logistical brain was like and you could be work? like by yourself forever and like do whatever you want. And you could do this again and again, but it's like, I really don't want to do that. Yeah. Someone asked me when they asked me, do you think I'll get married? I mean, long-term. Yeah. When the right person comes along, of course, I, right? I think that's what changed for you up until now. The right person had to come along when the right person. I appears. just think that's it, man. Yeah. And like, and I, I, I like, I really care about everyone. Did like, you know it quick? Is that, uh, did you like what was I it, did? Was man. it pretty quick? It like, was, Ooh, yeah. this one's different. It, yeah, yeah. It was really quick. Yeah. It was super quick. It was like before I saw her. Ah, uh, so you were pretty thinking this is, I think this is something. Dude, it really is. I mean, um, you know, it's when, when you're with somebody that like wants to, also be with you the same way you want to be with them. Yeah. It's, it's kind of a pain in the ass sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. And yeah. that's the reason like some people aren't together anymore. Yeah. But what's beautiful about it is like, it takes me to a place where I'm like, this person is willing to like, listen and hear me out and love me and give me the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Know? Yeah. And and we've been through like we've pushed each other. Like we push each other. Yeah. Like there's something vulnerable about us where we push each other. Yeah. And we just tell each other what we think and then we're like, "Oh, that sucked." <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like I don't know. It's like, "Hey, um 
I went and smoked a couple cigars and drank some scotch at my friend's house. I'm just letting you know. I'm more about my dad's side of the family. (laughs) (laughs) There is something so magical about someone just accepting you. You know, I've I've met, I have some good, like you said, you said this earlier in the podcast. Brings us back to spirituality. That's right. I I have some female friends who are attractive, um, totally plutonic. Like we were just friends. And sometimes I'll have them over. We'll have wine together. And nothing intimate at all except emotional. It's like an emotional, um, just an, this emotional connection. There's nothing other than that. It's just a deep friendship. And what's so awesome about it is just the learning and the growing that we get to do together. And, you know, they ask me questions about guys like, do guys really think that? And, you they know, totally do. I'm totally not trying to impress <laughs> them, right? Because we're just friends. So, you know, I'm guys raw. think about that. Yeah. Oh, of course they we are. don't even know what I'm, it is. I can't tell you how many times I've called a lot of these <laughs> girls and I'm like, Hey, well, one of her names, she'd be okay with me saying it. Sammy's a good friend of mine. I'll like Sammy. I'm like, okay, this girl said this and I'll send her a screenshot of the text exchange and she'll kind of give me like the feedback on, Oh no, she's, if she said that, like she's into you. I'm like, really? Like, are you sure? She goes, yeah, she wouldn't say that if she wasn't into you. And I'm like, no okay. Like, no. so she really helps give me feedback on you know, because I'm a guy sometimes. I don't pick up on shit, you know? Oh, dude. My daughter will say that. She goes, that waitress was hitting on you. I'm like, she was? And you were like, I am not in the mood. Yes. <laughs> I wasn't even aware of it, you know? Yeah. And, you know, it always makes you wonder because, you know, there's guys and ladies listening to this. And it's like, well, how do you think we feel? And it's like, well, it depends who you are. Right. You know? And if it's you... Uh, you know, I know what that feels like too. Yeah. But at the same time, man, like I think everyone's just trying to do the best they can. Yeah. Well, and you mentioned this with your current relationship and, and this is, this is something I'm looking for. I'm looking for someone in my life where sharing what you just said is someone that just gives me lots of grace to be me. Yeah. I you think know? it's important. I don't, I, I don't need someone super critical of me, you know, questioning me. You know, why are you smoking weed or what, why'd you do this? Or well, where were you, who are you talking to in your phone? And yeah. la, 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 la. it's like, oh my gosh, I don't need that. In yeah. My life. And, and, and I, I get that. And like, what I've learned is like how much approach is important and including myself, like, you know, I've caught myself in situations where I've been like, oh man, I could Monday quarterback this. And if I could do it again, I would have done it this way. Yeah, you know, yeah. like I learned something and I grew and I, I just think that's important too but at the same time it is a interesting ride you know when you when you look at it like in a way of i was i was this and i knew this person and then now i'm like kind of like floating around yeah by myself i'm single you know i believe in love like you know, party even thinks like, can will this will this come back together? You know, um, oh, that's yeah, that that yeah. You know, and then and then, that, was that? I how think long did that a, last for you? Where you thought maybe? To be honest, I don't know how long it lasts. Yeah. Um, but it was there. I think everybody yeah, experiences yeah. that. I just watched a movie about that with um, Steve Carell. Carell, 
mm-hmm. was in it and it was him and his his wife asked for a divorce because she had an affair and they got they got divorced and he jumped out of the car yes that one <laughs> yeah it's on netflix i just watched that the other day so did i <laughs> dude i cried like a fucking baby man me too. it fucked with me because me too. yeah it fucked with yeah. me to be honest with you it actually it, it actually did it fucked with me um That's funny. and i i cried but but what i was so surprised at you know she had the affair and he was told by the guy that you know helped him that fucking cool dude i forget his name but the guy that helped him from the, yeah, note, yeah, from yeah. the notebook, yeah, yeah. but he helped him and kind of helped him become like a better version of himself. And he said, he told Steve Carell, whatever his, his name was in the movie. He said, you know, you, you've let go because that's why your wife cheated on you. You could look at you, look at the way you're dressed, look at the way you look, look at the, you're lame. You know, basically it was just like really call him on the carpet. Well, it's, not that that's why he did it, but I'm just no, saying or why she did it. But it showed it, it gave favor to both sides of the picture. Yes. And that's what I think you're saying. Like it, it was ownership on on his side, just as much, right? Yeah. Like, hey, as much as like that was wrong, like you also like just kind of gave up on your side for whatever reason, right? Like, and it works both ways. Yeah. So. Yeah, and the sooner people, the sooner that people understand that, the, the sooner which, whatever side you're on, the better. But that movie, yeah, that that's funny. You watched that the other night because I watched it and it fucking just fucked with me. I watched it. I was like, oh, why week. the fuck did I watch that movie? Yeah, I can't remember what it's called, but I know the exact. Uh, Julianne Moore. Yeah. Julianne Moore. Yeah, you know what? I, I, it's on Netflix. It's windy I'm gonna, out. I'm gonna. T- it is very windy out. Um, Steve Carell, right? Julie. What did I say? uh netflix i'm I'm typing this in movie i really want to tell you really you're really getting into this you want to know it's like some crazy stupid love crazy stupid love crazy stupid love yep that's what it is such a great movie it is but yeah if you if you've gotten divorced it'll fuck with you especially if it's recent or a breakup yeah yeah breakup or break breakup or divorce because it it they ended up coming back together that doesn't always happen. You know, that doesn't always happen. Bro, and and and, and it's like you know, having the things that we still have are wonderful. Yeah. And uh I really am appreciative of you invite me today. Hey man, thanks for coming on the show today, yeah, man. I appreciate you. We man. talked about a lot of fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to have you back for another conversation. I would love that, man. 